This is Beyond Kink with Master Dion. I am your host, Master Dion. This unique podcast is a raw and unapologetic glance into the forbidden world of kink. We're here to defunct the misconceptions and to stimulate your curiosities around the kink lifestyle. We're going to hit you with harsh realities of the who and what of the kink world through powerful conversations and kinky fun. This podcast is for anyone from the curious newbie to the veteran keister to use this platform to express, grow, and play in this mysterious lifestyle. As always, keep it kinky. What up, kinksters? How y'all doing tonight? Hey, welcome to the first episode of Beyond Kink. Oh man, it's um, it's a little, it's a little exciting here. I mean, I've wanted to been doing, wanted to do this for years and. Here we go. Now we're about to start talking about why this is so important to me. And uh, I just want to make a little statement like, hey, this is an open world. New new people in here. This is a inclusive world. This is a, a beautiful life if you accept the life of being in the, in the kink world. So let's get kind of started. Let's just get rolling. I, I wanted to give some first some shots out and shout out to my girl, I am M. Yes, that's right. I am M. And I'm giving my, some shots out to the super producer, Dooley, who is my little team and helping us put this all together. A couple of years ago, when I started thinking about doing a podcast, and I'm sure some of you might understand, it was just like, well, what would I talk about? What would this be about? How can um, this be helpful or entertaining, entertaining for people? I didn't know. I just thought, you know, let's just kind of contemplate it over the next couple of years. And truly, all the things that I've been through in the last two years, as some of you people, at least locally know, um, have been eye-opening about the lifestyle and about what uh, what goes on and how things work. If you're not familiar with me, thank you for coming, first of all. But check me out on um on my FetLife page at Master Dion. It'll tell you a lot about who I am and how I got developed. So to start off, why Beyond Kink with Master Dion? Well, Beyond Kink to me was something that I wanted to explore not only the kink world, but the extension of it, what it, it included, who was involved, and what you may think is not a kink and you're in the lifestyle or you're not in the lifestyle where you actually really are in the lifestyle, if that makes any sense. And how things have evolved from the earlier years to now where, where you're, where you're having a, you know, a simple swinging session with your, with your partner. And you'd like, well, I'm not really in the kink world. I'm just, we just do a little swinging just to spice up our sex life. That that cliche quote of spice up our sex life. Well, maybe not. Maybe you've tapped into um, some type of arena in your mind or in your soul or in your loins and you've entered into the kink world. Maybe you have a lot more in common with the other guy or the other gal who is doing brown showers. Who knows? I mean, we, we, this is what we're about to hear to, to explore. So the basis of why I created this was just to open up the conversation, was to really talk about how, how um, the lifestyle is so different with many different aspects and how it's not as taboo as it used to be and how it's coming on to shows, how they've actually created a show for it, how... It's bringing up content into different forms and Instagram and, and many different platforms. So what I wanted to do was to give a perspective, not only from uh, a master or from a person that has been in the lifestyle, but also from a person of color, also from um, a guy who has had trauma in his past, also from the aspect of of not ever experienced being a submissive is trying to not only figure out what, what everybody else and what they're into, but me, what I'm into, who am I 
in this lifestyle and how does it translate to regular life? So a little bit more about me for the people that don't know me. Again, I go by Master Dion and I've been in Denver, Colorado for over 30 years. I'm not from here, but this is where this is where I hold base at. What people, if you're not from Colorado, what you don't and may not think, but we have a huge king scene here. Stretches from Pueblo all the way up to Fort Collins. Sorry for any other place that I didn't mention because I don't know. That's as far as my extent of where I go. But it's a a very thriving pre-COVID, but a very thriving type of community. There's a lot of people involved, people of color, um, from straight people, so-called straight people to to um, trans people to to just many different forms and many different aspects. Over the years, I have I like to say I've evolved in this lifestyle and really have experienced many different things and formulated who I am now because of of my experience over the years. So again, what what are we here for? Who is this for? Well, this is for anybody and hopefully everybody from the the new newbie type of person who just wants to dip their toe into it and understand the lifestyle to that veteran person who has been set in their ways, but maybe they don't feel like they've really accomplished what they feel inside. And maybe they need to grow or expand and feel comfortable in that new space. Or maybe just being a better who you are at that point. If you are a dom and you want to be a better dom, well, hopefully there's some wisdoms that will come out of here that you'll um, be able to adapt into your life and be the better dom or the better submissive or the better slave or the better master. But best believe this is not just an educational type of podcast. I mean, if you know me, you know that I'm going to get down and dirty. You know that we're going to do some kinky play. We're going to have some fucking awesome interviews. We're going to explore some different areas that you may not initially thought of. Like, how are people making money in this lifestyle? How are people incorporated into their home life? How are people... um, expanding their limits. So this is important to us to to get this open line of communication with everybody and make sure that um, that you can reach out to us. We hopefully will hit a nerve um, in a good way, maybe in a bad way. That's fine. And and I welcome your feedback. My team welcomes your feedback. We're really in this to make something big about this and and make more people comfortable about what this lifestyle is about. So it's important there's there's a there's an important date here. So the podcast is being released on March 24th, 2021. And what is extremely important about that date is that it was a source of trauma for me that has also contributed to me being in the lifestyle. Well, that that source of trauma, uh, that source that source of hurt, uh, happened in two thousand and eight. And what happened was is that my brother, my older brother, the guy that I was raised up under, was had committed suicide. And I don't I don't want to go into the details of why he committed suicide, but it affected me deeply. I've always felt like that I'm a protector. I want to protect my family, my mother, my sister, my brothers. And in that moment where he hadn't taken his life yet, I tried to reach out to him and, and he wouldn't respond. The other fucked up thing about it, it was that it was four days before my birthday. It was... It was uh, a week that we have traditionally celebrated each each sibling's birthday. And uh, so I was in the middle of my week of celebration where my brother took his life. 
And it was only just a few days after his birthday. And it has affected me so hard since 2008 that even up to a couple of years ago, when I had a big birthday bash, I had a hundred some people at the party and I was outside in the alleyway crying over my brother, wondering what the hell I could have did. Why am, am I here and he's gone? What the hell did I do to make him feel that kind of way? It really fucked with me. It just fucked with me so much that that um, it kind of held me back and it kind of made me be more of an aggressive protector. But over the last two years, I've been trying to, I guess I want to say, let him go. I've been wanting to, to, he was 38 at the time. So I, he was a grown man. He made the decisions off of him. It wasn't based off of me. I was four years younger than him. I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with that. And I need, I now know that. And I wanted to make the release of this podcast on March 24th to make it now a celebration, a, a breakthrough for me personally and, and to show him and to show the people around me that it doesn't always have to be a somber mood. So shit, here we are celebrating. This is the way I like it. And this is the way I want us to be. I find that it's important for me to tell things like that because I don't want you to believe that I'm coming from a, uh, a position of nothing's ever happened to me. I don't have any trauma. I've just been in the lifestyle just because um, I'm a, a big black man. Oh yeah. You just listen to the podcast. Oh yeah. I'm black. I don't know if you know that or not, but if you didn't get it from the name, yes, I know it's a French name, but I'm black, uh, African-American person of color, whatever fits what you um, have in place. So I, I want people to understand that, okay, I have a persona. I have, um, I'm a very domineering type of person. I, I, um, I think things through. I usually have a very good answer, but it's, it's also, I've had a very traumatic life. And I'm telling you right now that that story is one of many stories of how my life has went. So I hope that that little story can tell you that, hey, I, I can be accepting of, of your story and, and your trauma because, you know, I, I have a, my personal experience is that there's a lot of people in the lifestyle that have some sort of, some, some sort of trauma. Maybe they're using the kink lifestyle to numb out for a bit. Maybe it's kind of like me where I feel like I need to be more of a protector. And so I've grown and, and establish myself as this guy that will protect the person that's under me or the people that need the protection. I kind of offer myself out that kind of way. So don't hold back because I sure am not going to hold back. I'm going to talk about everything and anything. And this is not a podcast for the young, young people. It's a podcast for, for the adults that are trying to really grow into this lifestyle and give their stories and shit, educate me. Let me know. Shit. And I, I need to know. I mean, there's, this is, this is not going to be a me teaching. I, I, um, decided I didn't want to be a teacher a long time ago. So, you know, like I, this is an open dialogue. This is, um, a format where hopefully you'll trust in me to, to, to tell your story or to give me some feedback or to come and interview and talk with us and and grow together. Oh, who is this going to benefit? Man, who is it not going to benefit? If you're listening to this podcast, you see that I put the name Beyond Kink so there's no secret about what we're going to be talking about and what we're going to be doing. This is about, okay, your comfortability in the kink lifestyle, your, um, your, your um, beauty of the lifestyle, your, your passion about the lifestyle, your reservations about the lifestyle, and how to maneuver in it. I think that's one of the big questions that I get often is, how do I maneuver in this lifestyle? You know, I'm 
for example, I'm a, a young female and I feel like I'm kinky and I want to get into the lifestyle, but how do I maneuver without getting attacked by predators, quote unquote predators or creepsters, quote unquote keeps, keep, uh, creepsters or just manipulators? And best believe, there's no way that I would ever say that the kink lifestyle doesn't have one, two, or three of these. Yeah, there's there's definitely um, danger, not only in this lifestyle, but all the lifestyles, in any kind of lifestyle. But hopefully, we can help coach you through that and, and help you understand that there's a better way to move into the lifestyle. And the other side. How many times have you been called a creep? You know, are you being creepy? <laughs> I mean, like if you're being creepy and you don't know it, then maybe there's a, a way to find out how you're being creepy and how you can adjust and be better in the lifestyle. You know, like it's, I believe there's somebody for everybody. But your practices may be a little bit uh, off, if you might say, you know, like, I I don't want you to to feel shame that if you if you if you've heard that before we want to hopefully get you out of that whatever it is that you're doing to make you look like a creep. And some people thrive on that. They want to be looking like looked as like a creep. I don't know, but if hopefully some of the things that we talk about over the over this first season, over the next however many episodes we got in this first season, hopefully we're we're hitting some points that will help you adjust. And you know, the the stereotype of okay, this fifty year old man wants to be with that twenty year old girl. Okay, so is it automatically creepy? Why is it creepy? You know, and if it is creepy, that what does that person need to do, or does that person need to be? "Quote unquote," excommunicated out of the out of the kink world. Some of my writings I've done on on my FetLife page have really talked about how to maneuver. What are you doing, and how you can create a life in this lifestyle? A lot of the times about dating, um, people are asking me questions about you know what? I just want to find a partner in the kink lifestyle and then I can live my life more fully, but I can't seem to find that either. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard many things. seems like all the girls like BBCs and that's it. Uh, or, you know, I want them to be super slutty, but I want them to be committed to me. Or, you know, I know he's a Dom and he says he's poly, but I just want a monogamous relationship. Well, you know, I can't tell you what your, what your standard and what your preference is for the person you're looking for, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that there's not a person that will, that will uh, not be out there for you, but you have to maneuver in a certain type of way so that you're giving out this information and not, and not bombarding somebody with um, a misconception or with information that uh, that you know they're not going to like, but they look so pretty, but they're so handsome. Uh, oh, but they do 34% of the kinks that I do. If you're not going to be, if you're not going to be real with yourself, then you're not going to find what you're looking for. And I'm including myself in that. I, let me say that right up front. Don't th- I'm not telling y'all that I got the answer. I've been through personally many slaves and I haven't found the right slave that fits my persona fully. Um, but I'm always working towards that goal. I'm always trying to readjust myself and making sure that, that uh, this new person who has blessed me with me being considered to be my slave that um, I'm doing things a little bit differently. You know, I I rule with, uh, I'm a very strict ruler, but not everybody's lifestyle is the same. Yeah, Not every situation is the same. 
what am I doing personally to make sure that that person not only is comfortable with the dynamic, but can trust that I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do and provide what I said I'm going to provide. So that's what this is about. You know, I mean, this is what the importance of it. Now I'm going to kind of give you what we're going to be doing over this season. Like we're, we're not going to fuck around. Okay. We're, we're really going to dive into uh, many facets of the kink world. We're, we're going to interview some incredible people from the sexy, beautiful female or male um, OnlyFans person that has figured out how to monopolize and uh, or not monopolize, but monetize in this uh, lifestyle to that that female or male who likes to get gangbang. And why do they like to get gangbang? Why? What's the enjoyment out of gangbangs? To, to the person that likes to dress up like a dog and walk around on all fours and believes that, that that's half of their persona. We're going to dive into many different things. I, I have seen so much over the last 20 plus years that I don't know. I'm maybe somebody will surprise me with something new. I'm, I'm welcoming. I mean, I've seen some strange stuff and we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff. Now, one of the things that we would love for all the listeners to do is to give us your story. <laughs> and what do I mean by your story? Well, give us your story about how you got into the lifestyle, how um, you've adjusted into the lifestyle or even just a story that, that was a, a story that really changed something with, who made you who you are now. We really want to be uh, open in hearing these stories. And so we've created an email address and I'll do a shameless little plug at, at your story at Yahoo. Or what am I talking about? Yahoo? <laughs> oh man, I think I just dated myself. I mean, that. that at AOL. No, I mean, your story at beyond-kink.com. Again, that's your story at beyond-kink.com. We will be, and hopefully you give us your permission, we will be reading some of these stories anonymously on future episodes and, and talking about uh, breaking them down, enjoying the stories, and reading them Um I want to assure you that this is all anonymous. We're not here to expose anybody or to um, give out the stories. Please, 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 if you're going to include names in, in your story, make it a name that is not specific to that person. Change up their name. Change up your name in the story because we're going to try to read pretty much close to verbatim of what, you, of what you've written. So we want to make sure that you're safe and that the other people are safe too. Beyond that, if you, I'm sure, and the kind of bullshit I'll say, there's going to be questions. We want to, we want to extend it, extend an email out to you to send us your questions. And that's simply questions at beyond-kink.com. And we will try to address the questions as we get them. We'll try to work them in if we, it may not be chronolo chronologically, but it will definitely be uh, relevant to the subject that we're talking about and and kind of get into the details of it and hopefully answer those questions as uh, we're being asked or when they're being asked. I am not going to guarantee that we're going to answer all of them, but we're going to do our best. And hopefully um, it, if it helps you, hopefully it helps somebody else, too. Uh, man, there's, there's so much more that I want to talk about. Uh, there's. I want to run through, run down a little bit through uh, kind of the episodes and not really in kind of um, order, but we're going to definitely start off with the next episode being about quote unquote kink 101. We, I know, I know, I know anybody that got any experience in this lifestyle, you're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? Why are we starting about, well, there's people in here that, that haven't listened to us or don't know about the kink lifestyle. And sometimes just a nice little run through will will give somebody a perspective that they may have, uh, not have before. 
So we'll talk about some of the basics and we'll do some terminology. And hopefully if we can get it working out, we'll post a, a document of, ter- of terminology or tell you a great place to find some terminology as you're into this lifestyle. Another thing is how do you identify? I mean, how, why, how do I got the nerve to call myself master now? Well, there's a story to that, but how does anybody identify in this lifestyle? And, you know, okay, I've been submissive all my life or I've been docile or I've been shy. So that, does that mean I'm automatically a submissive? Why? Why does that make you automatically anything? That's not where you shouldn't go based off of, off of a personality until you understand what it, it, what it means and, and what the lifestyle is about before you start creating an identity before yourself. Now, if you feel that way, now if you've, if you've explored and you understand all the identities and you've said to yourself, this is my, how I feel, then that's perfect for you. It's your best you. I love it. The way, whatever way you identify. Now we're going to see in this lifestyle there are different communities in this lifestyle. And some people define, for example, a master differently in maybe the leather community than in the other forms of whatever different communities. My humble advice is to go based off of how you feel. Explore and learn from people that have been in the lifestyle. Attend parties. Attend social gatherings that have a basis around kink. There are a lot of good vanilla. And when I say vanilla, I mean, what's the right, what's the right sins for that? I don't want to say the word normal because that's bullshit. But the vanilla, the, the so-called status quo lifestyle that people live and not exposing themselves to the world and and always looking like a sort of conservative or something like that, I guess, you know, whatever this, the vanilla means to everybody else, it's like the plain version of the life. The nuclear family, there you go. You know, if if it's, you're at that point where I cannot feel comfortable yet to dive in there, well, there's still some vanilla scenes that are teaching people about kink. Even some nonprofits. There's some good nonprofits. I used to work with one. And I th- I think that it's a, um, a very, very good way to introduce yourself into this world if you haven't been in this world. So identity is one of the critical podcasts that we're going to have that is going to speak about how you identify. The maneuvering one, as I spoke to earlier, it's definitely going to be something that you're going to need to know about. How in the hell do you maneuver in this lifestyle? And you come to me and you say, well, damn, you, this is like second nature to you. Uh, okay, well, I've been in there for 20 plus years. I've dealt with the ups and downs. I've dealt with the uncomfortableness. I've dealt with the uh, being in a scene that didn't seem to fit me. And then I gave it a half an hour. And next thing you know, I'm right in the mix of it. So there's a lot of shit that, that uh, we'll be covering over the, over the next 13, 13 plus episodes. But I, I, I want to make it clear that if you know me, you know that I like to have fucking fun. We're going to definitely be doing some fun shit. I mean, if, I, if, if I'm not having some kind of bang set up, then who the hell am I? You know, like that's like half of my identity. Bang? What do I mean by bang? I mean gang bang. I mean, there is uh, one individual getting fucked by a whole bunch of other individuals, usually of the opposite sex. But I've seen them both ways. I've seen them many ways. So don't be shy to speak out and tell us what it is that you're into. I mean, I can't can't say it um, any... uh, more encouragingly. I mean, if you're in the piss play, okay. If, you know, like I mentioned the brown showers. If you're into being tied up, if you're into um, whatever, 
like it, you're not going to offend me and you're not going to um, be excluded from what we're talking about here. I feel that that this was important to put out. This podcast was important to put out because many people are just still very, I guess, ashamed. I mean, uh, uh, or if they're not ashamed, they're just don't want that judgment. Don't want uh, their parents or their friends or, or their kids to find out about them and, and how can somebody be that kind of way? And I'm not here to tell you to teach you or to, or to preach to you about how you shouldn't be that way because it's just, I don't know everybody's situation. I know in my situation is that I've been able to adjust it to a more comfortable, uh, I guess, lifestyle. I have, I have a vanilla family and I have my king side. I was able to 11, 12 years ago, able to tell um, my vanilla partner that this is who I am. If you want to be with me, I understand you're not in the lifestyle and this is who I am. And I hope you accept me for what I, for what I am. I have no idea where this relationship is going to go at that time, but understand that this is what it means to me. I was blessed with having somebody that was willing to under, to listen, learn, and go through the ups and downs with it. And best believe there were ups and downs with it. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and lie to you and tell you that it's been 11 years of just Oh, harmonious glory. And, and there's no problems at all. And shit, you know, you know, Master Dion just has it perfect. I ain't going to tell you no bullshit. I'm going to tell you, there's been some ups and downs. There's been some bullshit that's happened in my life. But we're still together. We're still happy. We're still growing. We're still raising our kids. We're still doing things that, that uh, the quote unquote vanilla people do. But I have my other side of them. I have my lifestyle. And I would not give it up. I'm, this is not a hobby for me. This is a lifestyle for me. And hopefully that I can translate that to everyone. And based off of your own situations, you can, you can adjust your life to the way that best fits you. Because I, I'm getting really, really sad, to be honest with you. When I see people that come to my parties or uh, are in the lifestyle and they basically have to switch their whole face when they leave so that they can go back into the real world. I mean, how much I, I just don't I just don't know how I could deal with that at this age. I just don't know if I want would ever want to deal with that this at this age. I had a barrier that was my final barrier that I felt like I can be who I was. And that is when my ultra religious father found out that I was in this lifestyle by me having a slave that was a part of his congregation. Oh shit. Yeah, that's right. Oh shit. And, and we were hiding it until it, it wasn't working out well anymore. And when that got exposed, it wasn't like it was my pops found out and we had a quiet conversation. The whole fucking congregation found out. And it was like, and if you don't know, a black congregation ain't the most quietest people in the world. You know, like, I mean, they, there's, it's gossip like a motherfucker. And it was almost all true. So now... I'm sitting there like, oh, shit, I'm going to fuck up shit for my pops, what he's doing because of who I am. And you know what he said to me? He said, teach me about what you do, because you know what? I've always felt a certain type of way. Teach me. And I knew at that point I didn't give a fuck about what anybody else thought about me. If that man who I've revered 
forever since I was born couldn't accept who I was. Fuck it. Fuck it. It doesn't matter if, if who's looking at me or what judgment is passed. I knew my father knew and I knew that he accepted me for who I was. Fuck it. And I'm not claiming to be anything like coming out as a, as a, a gay person or anything like that. But for me, it was groundbreaking. It was something that affected my life to where now I can be me. And the person that's with me has to accept me for who I was, no matter what. Because I know what? I can always tell to my father and say, man, you know what? That shit didn't work out. You know, why didn't it work out? Well, I said master. And she said, what the hell are you talking about? You talking about you want to be a master? Well, I don't, I mean, hey, I'm a master. What, do you remember slavery? No, 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 not that type of master. What do you mean not that type of master? You talking about you want to own a slave? What are you talking about? I mean, that's a conversation for the future. That's a conversation for another podcast. But that's, that's the, the kind of comfortability that I got within my own family to be that, who the person I am today. So like, all, like how I'm going to keep asking you on every episode is give us your story. I'm going to start off with the first story, and that's my story. All right? So my story is very, very, <laughs> it's very, very, I would say the absolute wrong way to get into the kink lifestyle. I mean, uh, I, it happened. I'm going to tell you how it is, but I'm not advocating for you newbies to get your ass in there the way that I got into the lifestyle. Well, I've always known at a young age that I just liked more about sex. And let me stop real quick. I want it to be fucking clear. The kink lifestyle isn't a sex lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's with communities that happen to be that there's our elements of sex and different kind of fetishes and different things. It's not always about sex. But with my story, it was weird. I was wanting to have anal sex before I even knew what anal sex was. And I was trying to convince the little girls that I was with. Now, wait a minute. I was a little guy too. I was only, I was only 14, 15. I mean, that kind of sounded kind of weird, but you know, I was trying to convince the girls to let me do more than just have sex. Ah, oh, damn. Did I just say that I was 14 having sex? Yeah, hey, goddamn right. I was 14 having sex and I was growing and, and I was, uh, somewhat of a popular football player. And so I was getting all kinds of sex and, and I got to college and I was, I'm old. So, you know, AOL messenger, if some of your older cats will know that is, um, I was meeting people off the internet. Didn't even know what the shit was. I mean, I was just meeting people and in these chat rooms and meeting and I'm just having sex and sex and sex and sex and sex. And I start diving more into these, uh, into these chat rooms and I'm looking at what the fuck is this chat room about? Like it's these names on these chat rooms. If you can remember back in the day, they used to have some little odd names with some symbols and, and you get into these chat rooms and, and it is no more about let's hook up. It's about, you know, different type of what I now know as fetishes or scenarios um, and I started to watch, I was in the middle of college, 20 fucking years old, 20 years old in the middle of college football player had a girlfriend and, and, you know, had all my buddies and used to party and blah, blah, blah. Typical shit that you would expect a, a 20 year old football player to do. But I just had this thing. I was like, damn, man, it's, I, I wish I could find more or I can do more. And um, I started chatting online with the lady. And when I, I don't mean lady as in the term lady. I'm talking about an older woman. It wasn't even called cougar back then. Shit, I don't know what it was called back then, but she was a, definitely an older lady. And um, I, I'm talking about zero experience. Yes, I've fucked a lot of girls, but I've had zero experience in the kink world. And this lady was talking to me about setting up a what we politically correctly like to term C and C. 
But back in, what the hell was that? 1995, we're starting to set up a rape scene. Now, I don't condone rape. I'm not speaking about um, anything that's non-consensual. But this lady was talking to me about a scenario where I came to her, her house and, and did this rape scene with her. I'm a 20-year-old black man, and this is a, I don't know what age she was, but a middle-aged white woman. And the first thing I thought about was, what the fuck? I'm going to get arrested and put in prison. And so she would go through this whole scenario with me. And I would jack off, and it would be horny, and then I would say, okay, you're, you're a fucking idiot. You're not going to go do that shit. And I didn't do it for three or four times or something like that. And I didn't understand it. I didn't have a, I didn't have a, um, a, a clear vision of what I was feeling inside. Like I just kept desiring to go and to go over there and do that. But then the quote unquote common sense would come in. And then I would be like, Oh, okay. Keep your ass here. I don't even know this town. I mean, it was literally a town that I had never been to. And at the time, it was white suburbia. And I'm like, am I going to take my black ass over there and get my ass in trouble? Because I know it ain't nothing. What if it's her husband trying to set her up? What if it's um, what if it's a guy and I wasn't in the guys? What if it's something else that I don't know what could be like? I'm in college trying to get my education I'm a football player, and at the time, dumbly, I thought I had a chance to go to the NFL. So why would I fuck that all up because of this desire, this fantasy, this um, feeling I had went in? But guess what? One night, it was late, and she told me this is the perfect night. Nobody else is home. And I want you to do that scenario. Now, most of y'all remember AOL didn't have any kind of video uh, confirmation. I mean, if they did, I didn't have it. I don't know what everybody else had, but I didn't have it. So I didn't, I had a picture. So it was literally a roll of the dice that if I was going to go and see this person in some town that I've never heard of, that was an hour and a half away. So if something went wrong, I'm fucked. And still, the desire just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And so I did. I, I went over there. I drove over there and I, I didn't have butterflies for fucking many things. I don't even know if I can call them butterflies. I had birds in my stomach. I had shit rocks in my pants. I was like, what am I doing? And I kept, as I'm driving down there, I kept trying to convince myself that I don't need to do this. But I arrived at, at the location, at the house. And I said, okay, if the scenario isn't the way that it was, I'm leaving. If the door isn't cracked open, if, if, uh, if I see anybody else moving around, I'm leaving. I go to the backyard. I mean, it's, it almost sounds r- ridiculous how stupid I was in, back then. But I went to the backyard of some house in suburbia, a white suburbia, and went as a black man walking. And at the time, if you see me on on video, you see that I'm a pretty big guy. I was even way more bigger then. So I'm walking into this backyard. The door's open. So I said, okay, the door's open. And I open the door. I walk in the door. I walk into the house. And there's fucking kids' toys around. I go, what am I doing? Uh, I, I could not believe I was continuing to do this. And somehow I convinced myself. I said, okay, I don't see anybody. It's quiet. If she's in the bed, then that's my next step to go. So I walk in the bedroom. I see in there. And she's sleeping. She... One of the things that she asked is me not to tell her what time I'm coming. And I was, and it was probably one thirty, two in the morning. It was some real late. It had to be real late because I just, I just couldn't um, fathom doing this during any other time, but some really late time. 
So she's passed out. And I'm like, if I go and grab her by her neck and I pull back the blankets and she starts screaming, literally, that's the end of my life. Literally, that's the end of my life. I could not believe I was like this. You see these images on TV with your your own self is standing next to yourself like, what the fuck are you doing? But I said, fuck it. Don't. I can't tell you why. Besides the just the desire, the fantasy, the the um, the gut feeling of of enjoyment that I thought that I was going to receive. So I basically took a deep breath. I mean, I, I'm getting shit short of breath now just talking about it. But I took a deep breath. I went in there and I grabbed her by the neck and I pulled down the uh, sheets and I started rubbing her pussy. And she moaned. Then I knew at that moment that this was real. And we had a very, very explicit scene. And I used all her holes. And I, I was very rough. And then I left. Now, that whole feeling of, of pleasure and desire and of great feeling and all that stuff literally stopped at the door. And I said, what the hell? What if she calls the cops now? What if she, what the hell? You know, and I'm in my car, big. Now, just get the image of a big muscular black man shaking like a little bitch in the car because of the fact that he didn't know what is going to happen. And I get home. And of course, there's no text messaging then. There's no, I don't have a cell phone. I'm 20 years old. I don't even know. Yeah, I think they started having cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone. So I literally drove all the way back to my dorm. I mean, let me, let me make sure I'm dating myself, right? Back to my dorm. And I turned on my computer immediately. I um, did the dial up. And there was a, a message from her that said it was an unbelievable night. And that... Um, she wants to do it again. And can we put this on a regular basis? I couldn't believe my fucking, what my eyes were seeing right there. I literally thought I fucked up my whole life. I literally thought that, that there's something wrong with me. I literally thought that how in the fuck am I this black guy that wants to do this kind of shit and who the fuck am I? But that message made me like, man, the enjoyment and the, joy I got out of that, I was like, let me explore this world more. Let me see what's beyond this. Now, that's not necessarily my cup of, my cup of tea right now, but shit, it was a jarring way to get your ass put into the lifestyle. I mean, that was some crazy shit. That's my story. And I hope to hear your story. I hope that it, it moved you in one way or the other to tell you that kind of stuff, because that as a newbie at that time, that's definitely not the way you should get into the lifestyle, but that's the way I got into the lifestyle. That's the way that it happened for me. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to make up some story. I'm going to tell you the truth. We're going to talk about this stuff and we're going to talk about more. Just keep on coming back, subscribe to us and let's get, let's get it popping. Wow. I think, uh, Shit, you know, I think I've kind of given a lot out for the first episode. You know, I just wanted to really uh, be vulnerable to y'all, really tell y'all what we're about, what we're going to go into. I didn't give you a lot about what we're going into, but just wait and see. I'm sure you'll be pleasantly surprised. Again, you know, you can find us on many different platforms and you'll hear it on the outro. But, you know, one of our favorite platforms is FetLife. And on FetLife, you can find me at simply at Master Dion, or you can go to our podcast page, which is Beyond Dash Kink. And Beyond Dash Kink on FetLife. It's, uh, it's important that we hear from y'all. But I, my whole purpose of this is to be interactive. I don't want to sit there and talk to y'all and just about shit that I've experienced. I know it may be some fun shit because I, the story I told you is literally one of a million stories that I got that is that has formed me to who I am today. 
So if I if I leave you with anything today, I want you to at least feel comfortable enough to come and join our podcast and listen, give us your feedback, give us your story, talk to us about whatever. And I we've we want to start something here. We want to we want Kingsters to be our thing here. We want Kingsters to join us. And the reason why I use Kingsters and maybe somebody else uses it differently, but Kingster to me is a nice broad name for if you're a swinger or if you're a gangbanger or, and I mean gangbangs as in the sex gangbangs, not, not, not Crips and Blood. So, I, you know, let me just make that clear. But whoever you are and how you identify, we're going to call you a Kingster. I'm a Kingster. I know I am M is a Kingster. Duly. We will transform you into a kingster, <laughs> but you know he, he's he, you know he's he's our nice vanilla uh, uh, super producer that hopefully he'll see the light and this uh, <laughs> or get his cherry popped. Oh shit! I mean I don't know what I I don't know what was going to happen here for the, throughout these this first season, but hopefully you stick with us and and um, the response will tell us that we're we're doing what is needed for the community and for people beyond the community. We um uh we're just happy to be here. I'm just happy to get this first episode done. I'm like, I cannot believe I I waited two years. I'm so fucking happy. Again, this is Master Dion, and with my super crew with me, we always want you to do one thing. Always keep it kinky. Peace. Shouts out to all the Kingsters that tuned in this week to listen to another episode of Beyond Kink with Master Dion. Don't forget to like, comment, and hit that subscribe. To stay connected with me, Master Dion, follow at Beyond Kink on Instagram and all social media platforms. As always, keep it kinky.